good, everybody. Welcome into your daily sports betting show of record. We call it the early edge. We are powered by the almighty sports line. I am the coach. And if you would have told me seven months ago that we would have the sports betting show in America on July 4th, every single day, I would have told you you were crazy, but that's exactly the world that we live in because we are here and we do it every single day for you. Happy holidays, July 4th. One of my favorite holidays of the entire year. So let's not waste any time. Let's bring in the stars of the show. It's Sunday brunch here on the show. Look right next to me. Look right. He's in the area. Are you starting to feel the Nathan's hot dog eating contest mojo, Jay Smooth? What's up, man? Yeah, man. You can sort of smell those hot dogs drifting off Coney Island anywhere in the city today. It's, you know, it's going to be a great one. Excited to see if Joey Chestnut can do it again. Happy fourth to everybody. Hopefully get some nice baseball plays out there for everyone as well. And don't even think for a second that we don't have a brand new capper on the show today for that specific hot dog eating contest. We will reveal him very, very shortly. Now, Maestro, this has got to be one of your days where you just kind of say, wait, nobody's paying attention to me. Nobody's paying attention to my props. And that's where you come in and hammer everybody. What's up? Oh, coach. Great to be here. Happy fourth to everyone. Let's get to it. Let's do it. All right, let's get to it. All right, sports lines uh, or storylines that could affect the betting lines. Excuse me. Now, the numbers came out last night. The Bucks beat the Hawks. So now, here is our NBA Finals, guys. We're going to go Suns, Bucks. Suns are opening at minus 170. Uh, at Sportsline, the implied value is that they win 63% of the time at minus 170. So, Sportsline has them covering in this series and winning 67% of the time. We got 4% of value. See? MIP squared is not the only one that can do this, guys. So, Jay Smooth, when you look at the numbers, just your initial gut, what are you thinking in this series? So, yeah, I'm definitely feeling like this is the Phoenix Suns series to lose. I mean, we already know what they're able to do on the court. They've been one of the most offensively efficient teams in the league. I believe like the best point differential in the playoffs from the West it makes a lot of sense. That's usually what it takes to get to the finals. But what I'm really interested in is how they've been on defense. They're limiting their opponents to the least field goal attempts out of any team in the playoffs. So they've just been a lot better on defense than their opponents. It's going to be very interesting to see see how they match up with this Milwaukee team, but I'll definitely be on the Suns here because again, they're just doing a lot of things on defense as well as they are on offense, a lot of orchestrating, a lot of passing their assist to turnover ratio has been at the top of the field for the playoffs. It should be a Suns series to lose. Jay smooth. I agree with you. And you know, Giannis reportedly was going to be eligible to play game seven. So they, he is tentatively expected back, but I just think the adjustment from going to, from the Hawks. They got every single shot they wanted. You know, I was wrong about Cam Reddish defensively. Offensively, he was amazing last night, but nobody could bother Chris Middleton. I mean, bogey, they were not even getting hands in the face. I think with Mikel Bridges, with some of those defenders um, on the Suns, it's going to be a different story. Number seven in defense, the Suns. Actually, these teams, six and seven defensive efficiency. Great series, but yeah, I like the Suns. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I don't know where I fall yet on this because... When you throw Giannis back into the mix and you've got a very confident Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton and the way they, they've gone the last two games, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, and we'll certainly have uh, plenty of previews for you as we get to Monday and Tuesday. It's going to be a busy week here at the show. All right, let's jump into our board today because we've got several things on the board as M Squared takes the day off. Um, use that promo code EDGE. Tell you every single day. If you're not following us yet, 
What in the world are you waiting for? Let's go. You get all the analysts, all the simulations, everything. 30 days for free if you use that promo code edge. Okay. Now, we're always expanding our team. We're always bringing in new guys, new faces, new names. Now, this guy runs the entire show. But his very special gift is to pick the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. So without further ado, let's bring in the man, the myth, and the legend, the jeweler. What's up, man? Good morning. Good morning, guys. Happy wow. Fourth of July to everyone. It is, it is unbelievable to see your face in the show because usually you're <laughs> behind the scenes. You're not a me, me, me guy. But today, it's about you. Talk to me. What can we bet on this hot dog eating contest? Well, thankfully, William Hill and most other other books out there, they have a lot of options for you to wager, mainly two options. So you can bet on the men's contest winner. It's either Joey Chestnut, the undisputed king of hot dog eating, uh, probably the greatest athlete of all time. If you go <laughs> by, by sheer number of championships, one. And you also have the option to bet on the over or the under for total hot dogs eaten. Uh, I think across the market, it's landed at 73 and a half. Okay. With the the under coming in as uh, sort of the it used to be a plus money play, but as I pull up William Hill now, it's actually even shifted to only minus one hundred five. Wow! Uh, I mean, Micah Roberts had a great write up on the Sportsline website a couple of days ago, and he he got the under in at plus one thirty. So that tells you exactly where the money is coming in on the under seventy three and a half for the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Okay. And I feel like we're, we're moving the market. I feel like Micah moved the market. Micah, he's a market mover. He's a true market <laughs> mover. If you really, if you really think about it. Um, so, so the under's coming in 73 and a half and he's saying it's humid out there. It's hot. It's 62 degrees. Last year, Chestnut set the record at 75 HDB. We talk about OPS, but let's talk about HDB. That's hot dogs plus buns. <laughs> right. That, that's what you had to eat fully to, to count it as part of the record. So you got 75 was set last year during the pandemic where they had this contest indoors and uh, chestnut set the men's record. And then Mickey pseudo set the women's record. So those are abnormal eating conditions. You know, we talked okay. about abnormal hitting conditions, abnormal eating conditions were set there. So we're going to go under 73 and a half. And then we're also going to just throw a little sprinkle on the field. Uh, that's Ooh. moved from, uh, plus 12, uh, plus 1200. Okay. All days ago. Now it's down to plus 10, plus uh, 1000. Okay. So you're going from 12 to one to 10 to one. Uh, Matt Stoney, the only guy to ever dethrone Joey chestnut. He's in the field this year. He wasn't there last year. Yes. So we're going to throw a little sprinkle on the field. And that is chiefs dog of the day. What? We have a dog of the day and it's part yeah. of the hot dog eating contest. <laughs> it's the oh field. You can't make this up. So the field is Chiefs dog of the day at plus one thousand. Correct. Correct. Amazing. And we've had the money. The money has been coming in on our on our angles. So get get them in now. Okay, get them in right now. You heard the jeweler under seventy three and a half, and we're going to take the field plus one thousand, but just a little sprinkle, just a little sprinkle, not too much. Boy, jeweler making his capping debut. We'll see how he does. Uh, All right, it's time for our board. Now let's go, Jay Smooth. You step into this spot on Sunday mornings when your boy is taking his forced days off. There's a lot yeah. of pressure today. The floor is yours. Let's go. 
Yeah, Mikey's at brunch, but that isn't really going to stop me. I just, before we get into it, I wanted to just say it's kind of ridiculous that Joey Chestnut ate 32 Big Macs in 38 minutes and 15 seconds to set a world record. I was just checking out some of his numbers. That is, that is almost gross, honestly, but all right, that's, that's, that's athletics for you. But okay, let's get into my plays today. So I'm going to be going with my first play of the day. I'm going to take the Brewers on the run line. I actually tweeted about it last night. So if you follow me on Twitter, you sort of knew I was eyeing this one. The Brewers have scored five or more runs in 12 of their last 15 games, seven or more runs in six of their eight last games. Meanwhile, the Pirates have not even been able to break past two runs in seven of their eight last games. So you're just getting a team in the Pirates that has basically been anemic. Their weighted runs created over the last seven days is at 56. And if you aren't familiar with that stat, it means that they are 44% lower than an average MLB in run creation over that time period, an average team. So like if you're comparing them to like the Astros, they're probably scoring four to five times less. So this is just a pretty anemic offense at the moment. They're getting a pretty tough pitcher today. You know, I'm not really going to want to fade Peralta here. So I'm going to take them on the run line. It's still minus 120 or so. It was minus 110 last night. I expect we get a little bit more movement on it. But yeah, definitely taking the Brewers on the run line until they sort of let me down multiple times. They're just that hot. Then I'm going to go to the Phillies and the Padres. Blake Snell is pitching today. I'm not going to go on about him too much. I think we're going to get a little more coverage on him in the show today, but he's just been pretty bad in terms of being on the road really quickly. I believe his road ERA is over 10. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous, but we're definitely going to fade him a little bit here today by taking the over on this game. If you really want to look into it, Vince Velasquez also isn't all that great. I expect the Padres to get some runs on him, but this number sitting at nine just seems a little bit low. So I'm definitely taking the over. And then I have one other overplay. I'm going to go to the Angels and the Orioles. So if you look at the Orioles, they're the fourth best team against lefties in the majors this year, and they are facing a lefty today in Patrick Sandoval. I just think that they're going to be able to score a couple runs. And then the other side, Thomas Eshelman, he just, I believe his K rate is at below 10%. So he's going to be putting a lot of balls in play. He's just not really a great pitcher. I expect the Angels to be able to score on him. So I like the over 10 there. Both these teams are pretty over prone. So yeah, going with two overs. And again, that Brewers run line. I was actually on the Angels pregame show the other day as a guest. They were talking about cool. sports betting. How about that? Just a little nugget. Just a little nugget to throw out there. All right, speaking of throwing out there, I decided I'm going to jump into the mix today. I'm going to throw a couple plays out there because I feel really, really good about it. Round four at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And we got two plays coming at you. And they don't start for a little while, but I also a little bonus play that even the jeweler doesn't know about. If you can still bet on a winner today, because sometimes they take it down when the fourth round starts. Uh, plus 185, uh, Joaquin Neiman. Uh, I would bet on him to win. He's tied at the top. Give him a one-shot lead over everybody else except Troy Merritt. I would lock him in at plus 185 to win. Now, two head-to-heads. We're going to go Hank Lebiota. Lebiota, depending on where you come from. Plus 110 over Cameron Davis. The Aussie from down under. Lebiota last week had a great Sunday. Came back, finished top 10 because he's very quietly. He's a left-hander. He's really, really good, but a lot of people don't know about him. Get him plus money. Let's take him over Cameron Davis head up. Then... We're going to take Joaquin Neiman, minus 150, over Troy Merritt. Now, Joaquin Neiman does not even have one bogey yet in this entire tournament. The last time that happened, over two years ago, 72 holes without a bogey. So I'm going to bet that he will take his experience and beat Troy Merritt head up in this round today, and he will win the Rocket Mortgage Classic. All right, Maestro, you know what your spot 
It's Sunday brunch. You had a little day off. You're fired up, laser focused. Let's go. All right. Justin talked about Blake Snell. They He's had eight road starts. The Padres have lost all eight. Velasquez actually coming off his best performance of the season. He's not a great pitcher, but he did dominate last time out. Uh, the Padres look tired to me on this road trip. I don't trust the Phillies bullpen. Obviously, you can't trust them, but I will take them on the run line. Minus 140 plus one and a half runs. I uh, should mention that they have gotten their lineup back to full strength and they're 24 and 15 at home. I'm talking about the Phillies. And then one prop so far, James Caprillion, great young pitcher for the athletics, but I like him under six and a half K's today against the Red Sox who have not been striking out a lot lately. He got six against him last time, but he's coming off 105 pitch effort. He had not gone over hundred pitches all season. Then he had 105. I think he'll get back into the eighties or nineties today. I think he goes around five, six innings gets us gets five or six strikeouts, but I don't think he gets to seven. Boy, Maestro, I tell you what, anybody that was on the Astro or on the athletics yesterday, you talk about a sweat. You talk about a sweat. They go to extra innings, bases loaded, nobody out, can't score. Second and third, nobody out, can't score. I mean, it was crazy. Then they go down by two runs in the 12th, and they score three in the bottom to win the game. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. I may or may not have been on the Red Sox plus one and a half. <laughs> okay, uh, we're up against it. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is what our reek. Oh, my God. I love it when our when our pages full. I just love it. All right. Jay Smooth, he's on the Padres Phillies over nine. Brewers run line. They have been red, smoking hot. Minus one and a half, minus 120. Then the Orioles, Angels, a little bit later start, uh, over 10. Then I'm going to take in golf, Neiman, minus 150 over Troy Merritt, head up round four. Libiota, plus 110 over Cameron Davis, head up round four. And then a little sprinkle on Joaquin Neiman to win, plus 185, if you can get it at your book. Then the Maestro. He's on the Phillies run line, plus one and a half, minus 140. And then James K from the A's under six and a half K's. Those Red Sox, they just don't strike out. Ben. Coach, I just, sorry, I just want to interrupt that. Yeah. Uh, that is a play I got on MGM today. I know different books might have different numbers, but I just wanted to say where I got that number. Okay. Thank you very much, Maestro. Appreciate that. All right. Now the jeweler came on and he gave us Micah's and his. They line up together his handicapping debut. We're on the under 73 and a half hot dogs eaten. And then Chiefs, dog of the day. Boom! The field. Can somebody shock the world? And knock off Joey Chestnut, but just a little sprinkle. Just a little sprinkle. Then the gym today. That was ruined yesterday by the Cubs. We had it. We had it in our hands. And then they stink. So today, we're going to go Reds money line via Jeff Hockman sports line. Padres Phillies over nine. Jay Smooth. Then the Orioles Angels over 10. I feel like we're putting a lot of eggs in the J smooth basket today. We have confidence in him. He's our guy. He's our guy today. Plus five fifty-seven. That's going to give you back. Happy 4th of July, everybody. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets, all of them, red, white, and blue. I don't care the color of tickets. Let's take them all straight to the pay window for the maestro for J smooth for the jeweler. Our third handicapper on the show today. Of course, I am the coach. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your family. Cook some hot dogs. Cook some hamburgers. And be kind to each other. Remember, the only place that you come every single day is right here. We call it the early edge. Good luck. Good luck.